Mac Folklore Radio, read by Derek. The Desktop Critic by David Pogue. Turkey, stuffing, and interchangeable power cords. The little things that Macintosh pilgrims can be thankful for. It hasn't been a completely pleasant year for us, the faithful Macintosh pilgrims. We suffered Microsoft's onslaught of bloated Windowsware, Word 6 and Excel 5. We watched Apple ingest three huge hunks of humble pie, financial fumbles, imperfect power books, and several successive servings of system software. Finally, we endured the preposterous public pillorying of Macs by the wise ones at various national news organizations who greatly exaggerated rumors of the Macintosh's demise. Still, Thanksgiving time is upon us, and we do indeed have much to be thankful for. We should remember that faith is a powerful force. The original pilgrims didn't have much else going for them, and their little piece of market share hasn't done so badly. Despite our hardships, we, like they, should celebrate the little things, the surprising happinesses, the serendipitous touches that make Macintoshes magical, such as... Interchangeable Power Cords You don't appreciate this one until you've acquired a substantial collection of Macintosh add-on junk. Once you've done so, however, you discover an astounding fact. Your Macintosh, PowerBook, CD-ROM drive, scanner, printer, monitor, and other external gizmos all use the exact same kind of power cord. It's that thick round cable with three prongs on one end and three slots on the other. In any junk heap office, in a pinch, it doesn't matter which cable you grab, it'll work. Computers that work in the year 2000. Our Windows-using cohorts gloat at the apparent ubiquity of their computer format. Meanwhile, their big 90% market share ship is cruising at full speed toward an iceberg the size of Montana, namely the year 2000. As you'll soon be hearing with increasing urgency, all those millions of less sophisticated non-Macintosh computers weren't designed to handle the turn of the millennium. When the year 2000 dawns, their software will rip off their little internal calendar pages and decide that it's now January 1st, 1900. Picture the calamity as millions upon millions of tax programs, spreadsheets, calendars, and salary calculations derail like a runaway train. The Macintosh's designers, on the other hand, had a little more foresight. Our computers won't have to be junked until the year 2040. Styled text. It's one of those things you probably only blink at, surprised but happy, then go right on working. You paste some text you copied from, say, Clarisworks into an America Online email you're writing. Lo and behold, the fonts, sizes, colors, and styles of the text you pasted appear perfectly in the email message. What's going on here? Since when do such disparate programs communicate? Since Apple quietly invented styled text, a terrific time-saving technology you hear absolutely nothing about, all manner of well-behaved programs, Clarisworks, SimpleText, WordPerfect, Desktop Clippings, support styled text copying and pasting. In fact, even some not-so-well-behaved ones do, Word 6. 
Sign me up for the fan club. America Online Floppy Disks If you're like most people I know, you just splurted your coffee involuntarily. What? You're saying. I'm supposed to be thankful for the torrent of junk disks AOL dumps in my mailbox every week? You're darn tootin'. Last I looked, a box of 10 high-density floppy disks cost about $10 from Mac Warehouse. But those Santa Clauses over at AOL are sending them to you for free. Omni-Orientation Zip Disk Cases You're gonna think I was running short of material here, but I do, in fact, give silent thanks almost every day for this tiny gift of convenience. Every time I stuff a zip disk back into its little clear plastic case, I pay absolutely no attention to which way it's going in. Right side up, label front, label back, rotated 90 degrees, whatever, it fits no matter which way you shove it. If you don't consider this a blessing, recall the fussiness of PsyQuest cartridge cases, plastic video cassette boxes, audio cassette boxes, and CD-ROM cases, all of which require much more mental effort to stuff and close. Free Technical Support Something bizarre is afoot over at 1-800-SOS-APPLE. Suddenly, Apple's famous help hotline seems to be staffed with an army of newcomers who know less about the Macintosh than we do. Me. Hello, my new Duo won't print whenever its internal modem is on. Person at Apple. That's correct, sir. Only one thing at a time can be plugged into the modem-slash-printer port. Me. You don't understand. It's an internal modem, built in, doesn't need the modem port. Person at Apple. Obviously, sir, if a printer is plugged into your printer-slash-modem port, you can't plug in a modem there. Me. Are you familiar with the Duo 2300? Person at Apple. Well, no, sir, not really. So if the experts in Austin are slowly being replaced by body-snatched automatons with almost no comprehension of the Macintosh, what's to be thankful for? Three things. First, at least Apple's frontline army of phone answerers eventually hands you off to somebody who knows something. Second, Apple's helpline is still free. By contrast, when my buddy recently called Compaq for help, they charged $35 to his credit card before they'd even listen to his question. And third, the phone number itself gives hundreds of unwitting callers each week a delightful surprise. Turns out that if you dial 1-800-S-0-S-Apple by mistake, a breathy female voice thanks you for calling, quote, America's hottest phone line. Virus Immunity there have been only a few Macintosh viruses in all history, and they've all been pretty darned mild. DOS and Windows-based computer fans, on the other hand, live in fear of more than 500 nasty little viruses, some deadly to data, lurking at every turn on the information highway. Claris Works after reviewing Macintosh software for 10 years, I can safely say there's no shortage of software at my place. Discs, boxes, and manuals consume roughly 93% of the available living space. But when I need to do something quick, professional, and reliable, what do I launch? Clarisworks. 
ClarisWorks, as much of the planet knows, is the world's best-designed, smoothest, most trouble-free program. It dumps zero extensions into your system folder. It runs in 1400K of memory. It needs no support files whatsoever. This week alone, I used its spreadsheet to type up a schedule of simultaneous rehearsals, its communications window to check a modem, its drawing module to make a quick map, and its word processor to create a readme file. While everything else is A, getting bigger, B, getting complicated, or C, crashing, ClarisWorks will always be there, a happy little cocker spaniel with your slippers in its mouth. The Upshot I'm only warming up here. Given a long enough Thanksgiving dinner speech opportunity, I'd also give thanks for such glories as shareware, zip disks, QuickTime, the 18 voices your Mac can use to speak, PC Exchange, Macworld Expos, desktop patterns, fax modems, true type fonts, email, the launcher, and the little cord wrapping prongs on a PowerBook power adapter. Too bad Thanksgiving rolls around only once a year. The other 364 days, we'll go back to using the term turkey to mean lousy software. Contributing editor David Pogue is the author of Max for Dummies, 4th edition, and its newly updated sequel, More Max for Dummies, 2nd edition, both IDG books worldwide. He frequently interchanges power chords. Mac Folklore Radio would like to add a few things to be thankful for to David Pogue's list. Time Machine. Hardware that holds its resale value. Have you seen the prices of Mac Minis on eBay? The Apple Human Interface Guidelines, 1993 edition. Never having to decide between hitting Apply, OK, or both. Spotlight. The various dictionaries bundled with Mac OS X. Select a word or hover over it with the mouse, then hit Command-Ctrl-D, and the dictionary and thesaurus entries will appear. File proxies. Grab a document window, not a web browser, the window of a document, and Command-click on its title. A pop-up menu shows you where on the file system that file lives, and lets you open any of its parent folders right then and there. And, in Open and Save dialogs, you don't have to navigate through folders to find a destination. You can drag a file or folder from the Finder onto the Open and Save dialog and instantly be transported there. Happy American Thanksgiving! You can find more episodes at www.macfolkloreradio.com and once again, thank you for the few but heartfelt emails you've sent and reviews you've left on the iTunes podcast directory. I have not switched to a weekly publishing schedule, so don't get too excited, but I figured I would give you an antidote to September's rather heavy, depressing article, That Vision Thing, which iTunes Analytics suggests some of you didn't like so much. That's okay. So, tell me what Apple and Macintosh things you are thankful for. Drop me a line at Derek, that's D-E-R-E-K, at MacFolkloreRadio.com. Uh -huh.